back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech Tzuvos Perik Hey Mishnah Dalit and Mishnah Hey, and now we're going to be t- been talking about the Maisigadel, the fact that a woman, when she gets married, just as the husband has certain obligations to her to support her, to sustain her, etc., the woman has certain obligations to her husband, including when she works. What she works goes to her husband. That being said. Let, look, in a typical arrangement, if a woman works and uh, she produces something, see in the next mission, she makes, she grinds flour, the flour belongs to the husband, he gets the rights to the flour, that is. Let's say a woman, she's a CEO of a company, and he has a uh, manual labor job where he doesn't do much. She can say to him, you know what, you don't support me, and I'm going to keep my wages. I don't want your I don't want your support. Meaning to say, a woman has the right to, uh, she can waive the the support she gets from her husband and keep her, keep her, uh, her earnings. Okay, so that's important. Why? Because our mission is now going to this actually, the root of our next Mishnah is a different discussion. That's talking about a Dover Shalobal Olam. It's very simple. It's very practical. Very, very practical. And that is, what are, what's the, what's the halacha when, in regards to something that's not, that does not yet exist? Can you acquire, sell, give away, buy, etc., something that doesn't exist yet? Meaning to say, if you have a field, can I buy, can I buy the fruit that I have yet not grown? Meaning to say, I give you $100 now for the fruit that will be produced later on. So that's a big machlokas. Or if mayor says yes, others say no. Our Mishnah is going, that's the root of our discussion in our Mishnah. If someone, in this case, a person who wants to consecrate, who wants to say everything that my, all my, my wife's future handiwork, that's all going to go to the Mikdash. How is that? It doesn't work. Why not? So, for a very simple reason. Not only is this a Davar Shalobala Olam, it, hasn't, it doesn't exist. So any, according to anyone who says a Davar Shalobala Olam, you're not allowed to really uh, uh, transact with. But even according to a mayor, said you could transact with. Here it's a little different because maybe it'll never happen. That is to say, he's saying to his wife, anything you make in the future, that's going to belong to the Mikdash. And she could say to him, well, maybe in the future, before I make it, I'll decide that you're not getting any of it because I don't. I want to waive my rights to you supporting me so that I can keep what I, and retain what I have. Again. Very important. Since she has the ability to say to her husband, I don't want your support, and therefore I'm not going to give you any of my handiwork. So when the husband says, anything you make in the future belongs to the mikdash, she can say, well, actually, you have no right to say that because maybe you will never have, it'll never be in your possession, it'll never be in your property. Okay, next. Hamoser. So this is a little complicated because the commission is introducing a term, but it's not really needed. So we're going to try to keep it as simple as possible. In the event where the handiwork is going to go to her, the husband. In this case, it's, it's called a moser, which is the extra handiwork. Just very simply, there's the hand, her main handiwork, which Mishnah is going to define, and the moser is extra, which doesn't go to the husband unless he gives her some money. But point being, for our Mishnah, what if the the uh, handiwork will go to the husband? Let's say she uh, he says anything I, I, I'm going to inherit from you. If you die, it all goes to me. Whether you you know whether you can't waive that, so it's going to go to me. So if the moser, mayor, omer, hektish, nasan, omer, kulen. If a person says, the handiwork, which I'm going to get, I know I'm going to get, um, meaning there's no way you're, you're going to withhold it from me, I'm consecrating it, or for that matter, I'm transacting with it, or Mary says it works, because a person can do work with something that doesn't exist in this world yet, whereas Nasanto says, no, you can't transact with it, you, you, there's no the ownership of it. Okay. Hey. What are these malafas that a woman does, these tasks we must do for her husband? She grinds the grain, bakes the bread, launches clothing, cooks food, nurses her child, that is, if there's other children, she doesn't have to nurse them, makes the bed for him, works with wool, as she spins the wool. Now, in a, a society where this is not typically done, so she doesn't have to do that. 
What if she brings a maidservant into her marriage? So so she does not have to grind the baker launder because these tasks can be done by the maidservant. She brings two maidservants in, she doesn't have to cook or nurse the child, again, because he's been given the second maidservant. She brings three into the marriage. She doesn't have to make the bed or, or the wool. She brings four in. She brings four in. She may sit on an easy chair. She can sit in a rocking chair because she doesn't have to do anything since she has maid servers covering everything for her. Or the lezer, or no, I feel like so Or lezer says even if she brings a hundred maid servants into the marriage, we still we, we enforce we require her to spin the wool to make her wool. Why? Because sitting idle, idleness leads to immorality. You have too much free time in your hands. You can get into uh, the wrong thing. Now I'll tell you when I was in uh, camp in Masifta camp and. I'm not going to say which grade, because you'll know exactly who it was, where those who know me. I refused to go and play sports because I was not interested. And I was quoted this Mishnah, if you don't go and play sports now, maybe they Zima. At which point I said, I don't care, and that was the end of my time in camp. Okay. This is fascinating. If one takes a vow and says, I'm forbidding my wife to work, and she wants to work, he must divorce her and pay her the Ksuba. Shabbatol, maybe they Shimon. Because idleness leads to insanity. I mean to say a woman has the right to work and she doesn't have to sit home bored at home. And if a husband wants to coerce her to be bored at home, she has the right to sue for divorce and even collect the ksuba. I wish you all a wonderful day.